Blog Talk Radio. Shows, 
but it's y'all first time being here on Queen J Podcast, so I do do um birthday episodes every month wishing people birthdays. So, like, if you know people's birthdays coming up and stuff, let me know. I just did an April birthday podcast, I think, um, last week. So, but anyway, I'm so glad that all you are here today. As I said, I don't want to prolong time because I know it's Monday, and Mondays are a drag sometimes. But I really i am ready to get into this WrestleMania conversation. But as I always do for new guests on my show... I want you guys to um, introduce yourselves just for a few minutes. Let my um, listeners know who you are, and I guess that we can start with the first one on my list, which is Jackson, and then we can go to um, Chris and Nate. Jackson. You don't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry, give I, a, I lost, give a, oh, okay. <laughs> I lost you for a minute. I'm sorry. Oh, you fine. Just give our listeners a few, a little introduction about yourself, since this is your first time coming on Queen's Day Podcast. Yes, it is. This is definitely my first time, so I'm looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Welcome. All right. To thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Chris, you want to give a, a little introduction about yourself for my listeners? How's it going? I'm Chris. I'm from out in California, and uh, I've been watching this thing called wrestling for about uh, 34 years now. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. Very long time. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be on my dad's lap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And Nate? Can you give us a little introduction about yourself on Queen J Podcast? Hello, I'm Nate Outrage. Um, I believe I've been on here. This would be my third or fourth time on the show. Uh, thank you for having me back, Miss Queen J. Um, I have a small YouTube channel. That's about it. I'm about to upload a video here a few, few minutes after the podcast. So uh, if y'all are interested in just gaming stuff like Nintendo stuff and all that. And um got it. <laughs> okay. All right. So as I say, I am so excited that you all could come on today. Um very happy to have you. It's always good to discuss wrestling. Of course we know that we have had a very eventful week this week with Raw Monday, um Hall of Fame Tuesday. I think we had NXT to eight takeover. I don't really watch NXT so I can I'm not too much going to be discussing it because I don't really watch it. But I need to start watching it, though. Um, we had SmackDown Friday. Of course, we had Night 1 of WrestleMania Saturday. Then we have Night 2 of WrestleMania Sunday. So we're going to go ahead and get started with these matches. Um, uh, we're gonna, as I say the match, y'all can just tell how y'all felt about it, um, y'all thoughts about it. So we're going to go in the order of, let's see, Jackson first. Then Chris, then Nate, and I'll go after Nate. That sounds good, everybody. Yeah. All right. Yep, so sounds good to me. Okay. All right. So let's start with night one. We had the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, and of course I did call that one. <laughs> I got that one right. Um, Bobby Lashley won. Yeah. So let's go ahead and start with uh, Jackson. No, y'all go. Y'all know the order. 
and tell us about how you feel about y'all feel about that match. Okay, you can start checking. Well, I definitely think I can't I guess I can I'll give this match to be that'll be minus. I thought it was very solid, back and forth. They both had great chemistry. Um, and, you know, watching <clears throat> the match, I I wanted and uh, Lashley to win because I think he deserves to be a champ for a while. So I think it was great. Um, you know, Drew McIntyre is going to come back, you know, even more feistier, more mad, more pissed off. And uh, he'll get back into the title uh, contention again. But the distraction, I think, is what really caught McIntyre off. Okay. So, like I said, I, I give it a, I give it a B plus. Um, and like I said, last year he should be champion for a while. Okay. All right, Chris. What are your thoughts on that match? Well, first, first thing I want to say is. Big ups to both men having to sit through a 35-minute thunder delay or lightning delay and then still bringing it in the ring. Um, I, I don't know if, if any of you guys have ever you know, played sports or anything, but that, that sitting and waiting moment before you get started can still any kind of hype or, or um, adrenaline you got going for you. So the fact that you still absolutely brought it out in the ring, I give them big props. And um, big ups to Bobby Headman. Keeping it going. He deserves a nice long reign. He, he has been dusting his butt everywhere he goes. And um, this is just two big hawks going at it. I love a hawk fight. Uh, so this was a fun way to open the show for me. Okay. All right. All right. Nate, what you thought about this match? Well, uh, I actually liked it. Quite a bit. Um, I like that they opened since you know they couldn't main event. So I figured. I mean, I liked how it started a really good pace for the show to kind of follow on, and uh, I like that the little small mistake that Drew made cost him the match because it was like neck to neck and neck the entire time. So you know, like one mistake could throw it off, and it did. So uh, and I'm also I'm pretty happy that Bobby keeps the title as well. Um, I feel like um, he hasn't got it for long, so I wanted to kind of get a good, you know, a good run with it. But we'll see okay. where Drew comes into the thing. <laughs> uh, all right. So my thoughts about this, I, I, um, as I said, I knew that Bobby was going to um, win. I feel like. They dropped the ball with Drew McIntyre as they did with a lot of superstars. Um, so I want, I'm ready to see how this goes. I, I'm hoping that he keeps championship. Usually I don't go for the heels in wrestling, but I'm kind of hoping that he keeps the championship for a while. Um, I'm looking for Drew McIntyre as well as a few other superstars, but I'm looking for Drew McIntyre to go heel again. So. But I know it probably won't happen. But, you know, WWE is very unpredictable. And we definitely don't know what's yeah. going to happen tonight. So, um, But I knew, I just knew Bobby was going to win. But let me say that I don't really like Bobby like that. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> okay. So very good. Very good. Um, so let's talk about next. Let's talk about this 
tag team turmoil, and it had Natalia and Tamina, and they were the ones that defeated Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, the Riot Squad, and Billy Kay and Carmilla. So, um, okay, Jackson, we're going to start with you about this match. And also, uh, while you're telling your y'all thoughts about the match, I want, want to also let's discuss what y'all thought when Manny Rose had her slip and fall. So, Jackson, you can go ahead and start. <laughs> well, this one, I I picked Mina and I picked uh, Nandy to win because I think they deserve the most of it. And it was overall, it was a pretty good match. Uh, it was exciting. And, you know, I, how do I put it? Um, I, I, I give it a B for this one. Um, I kind of feel the women's tag team division is, I don't know how to put it. it they, they should have like more, more kind of tag teams, you know, or newer tag teams or something a little bit more because I'm kind of sick and tired of the same thing every single week. So, but with Mandy, that that was really, really surprising to me, you know? Right. So I was like, (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Right. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Chris, you can go ahead. For me, this the whole women's tag team set at at WrestleMania both nights was kind of a low point of, of the nights for me. Um, I, I think I think the wrong team won. I, you had this this women's tag team has been kind of on the sideline forever with the Riot Squad, and they're constantly getting overlooked. And the fans wanted them so bad in the stadium. And, again, they come up short. And I, to me, I think that killed the anticipation for the title match in night two. Um, as far as it's, it's raining and raining and raining. You never know what's going to happen. Dana even tumbled as they were coming down the ramp. Uh, wasn't the first or last time we saw slipping on that stage. But, uh, you know, what? she's a champ. She got up. She kept going. And she even retweeted a picture of herself slipping next to a picture of Michael Jackson doing the lean from Smooth Criminal. So, I mean, she's yeah. having fun with it just as much as anybody else is. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Nate, what you thought about this? Uh, I felt like it was just kind of okay. Uh, I feel like it could have been better, but I feel like it was maybe the time was cut or something because it felt really rushed. Um, I didn't like how Naomi and Lana were eliminated so quickly. And uh, also, I I also think Riot Riot Squad probably should have won that because they were the most cohesive team, you know, teamwork-wise. And I feel like they had the most, you know, um, threat to Nia and Shayna team-wise. But I'm happy for Tamina. She deserved it. You know, she doesn't get too much shine. So I'm happy for Tamina personally. And Natalia, of course. Um, so I enjoyed that they won the match at the end. But I feel like it could have been a little bit better because, you know, again, like I said, it sounded real. It felt pretty rushed. And I feel like if they had a little more time, they could, like, make us care a little more about who won. So okay. That's all I think. <laughs> okay. 
Um, what did yeah. you think about um, Mandy Rose having her slip and slide? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Mandy slip. <laughs> uh, I chuckled a little bit because, you know, everybody slips, you know. Other people right. that night slipped as well. So, you know, it, it's not a big thing, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to chastise it for it, but <laughs> it's funny. It was right. a little funny. It's like, oh. Right. Right. Look. <laughs> like, be on your toes. <laughs> okay, so... So for me, um, first off, I was going for, I was wrong about this one, of course. This is actually the only match this night I was wrong about. I actually wanted Lana and Naomi to win because I felt like they needed to win. I feel like they needed this moment, um, even if they didn't win against um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I feel like they still need this moment. But... um, me personally, I don't un, I, I don't feel like I deserve to have a championship, but we'll discuss that when it comes up on night two. But yeah, I was going for Lana and Naomi, and of course with the whole Manny Rose falling, slipping. Um, I hope she was okay afterwards, but you know, it just reminded me of a time when I fell more than one time. I fell in some dirt. I fell off a step, and it just it just reminded me <laughs> of that. So I was wondering. I said, you know, um, was um who was who was her partner? Let me see who her partner was. I was wondering, I said, well, is, 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 um, who is my girl's partner? Dana Brooke. I was saying, Dana Brooke should go back and check on her. She just kept on walking. <laughs> but I don't think she knew that she had failed, though. I don't think she knew. But, um, yeah. So, so yeah, that, I mean, it was, it was okay. I, I was, you know, I, I definitely thought that Riot Squad would have had a chance after I saw Lana and Naomi, you know, defeated, but, um, that's just my right. thoughts about that one. All right. So next we have... First off, Naomi's Rumble. amazing. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So next we had um, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Of course, Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins. Um, Jackson, what you thought about this match? This was the match of the night. It was just amazing. I... I, I could watch. I could watch them wrestle, like all the time. I mean, it, it's kind of like you know going back to the days of Rick Rude and the Ultimate Warrior. It was mm-hmm. mind blowing. I, I just you know, I'm still speechless just because of how much they put in that match. That, that match lasted what for about like 35 minutes or so, or so. I think I can't remember right now, but. I mean, just seeing them go at it, seeing, like, they look like they're having fun out there. Like, they just let it go, like little, like little kids, not scripted, and they just totally just went at it. And, like I said, you know, how many times was it with the Cesaro Sawina? Like, 23 times or something? Yeah. And then, nailing the, and then nailing the neutralizer, it was just, it was just a perfect. Perfect match. Okay. Okay. All right. Chris, what you thought about this match? I'm going to agree with uh, Jackson over there. And this was a perfect match. These two put everything out there. And I really hope, because he's shown now on several occasions who can do it, um, I really hope this is the start of something big for Cesaro. And I don't know if that means world title, I don't know what it means exactly, but 
this has got to be the start of something huge for tomorrow. Uh, to be on the grandest stage of them all, uh, an absolutely proven commodity in Seth Rollins, and to not only hold your own, look like a million bucks, and then get your hand raised, they've got Okay. All right, there. I thought phone cut off. I just want to make sure you finish. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was out of it. Okay. All right, I do agree with you. All right, Nate, what you thought about this match? Um, I'm just basically going to take it back off of everybody else and say this was, uh, I mean, I, to me, it was like the second best match because, you know, Bianca and, and Sasha killed it. But uh, I love I love the match. You know, it was nice and physical. They they brought things back from you know their younger days that they don't really use anymore that we forgot about, and they just pulled out all the tricks in their bag and just I love the airplane spin that turned into the UFO and then uh, you know just just I love Cesaro so I'm just really happy he finally got some shine. Now, I lo- I like Seth too wrestling wise, but uh, you know Cesaro needed this. Because, you know, he's been there for so long and never really gets a good run. So I'm getting behind him this time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. So for me, um, you know, I don't usually – I do predictions on podcasts and stuff, but like I said, I was really into it this week. So um, this was another that I had called Cesaro defeating Seth Rollins. When Seth did that promo Monday night, um, you know, it reminded a lot of people of like a election promo. This was paid for, but I was like, you know what? You're not winning. I'm not going to win. I just had knew that. Um, <laughs> so, I, and just so y'all know, I listen, we do Good Girl, Bad Girl show. Me and Keita, if you listen, hey, Keita. Um, and she know I'm a little bad sometimes. So y'all might hear a little heel stuff, you know. <laughs> But um, this is Cesaro. I had said, and I said this on the show the other day that I was on. Um, this should let them put him in the title picture. Amazing match. I can't even say no more because everybody have already said, y'all already said everything. So I mean, it was an amazing match. I was into it, really into it. Um, Cesaro definitely should be in the title picture for real. After this, absolutely. Yes. Agreed. Okay. All right. So, and I don't know if these are in order. I'm just going down my list of what I got. Um. So then we right. had Raw Tag. It sounds right. So. <laughs> yeah, I think the sec- my second list is kind of out of order, but it's okay. <laughs> I know which one was last. I'll probably mention that one last on um night two. All right. So we yeah. had Raw Tag Team Champions. Well, it's championship. AJ Styles and almost defeat the New Day. New Day was champions, but AJ Styles almost got the championship from them. <laughs> so, Jackson, what you thought about this match? You know, I don't know why. I I, I, I like AJ Styles. I really I wore the shirts and everything that night or uh, Friday, uh, Saturday night. Um, I couldn't actually get into this match. <laughs> Excuse me. I just cried in the match. 
it, it was just, I don't know, there was just something missing. It just didn't interest me. It was like a two-on-one handicap match, basically. Okay. Alright. Chris, you up? Uh, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I didn't really get into this match until Omas tagged in. And then I was like, let's see what this big dude can do. Because, you know, as everyone knows, we, we haven't seen Omas in the ring. Um, and I've got to say, they made another monster on night one. And then they made another monster on night two. But I just, I'm really hoping neither neither one of these guys that came out to be monsters during WrestleMania turns into another, you know, big show circa 2003 or whatever it was where he's playing Shokishi. Uh, let them be monsters because they had some great monster moments. And Omos dominating and becoming tag team champions was a great look for him. Nate, what you thought about this match? Uh, well, actually, I'm actually going to – this might be the only time I'll disagree with y'all. I actually kind of enjoyed it because, you know, New Day was trying to keep AJ from tagging all my sins, and, you know, they're always going to stretch it out before we get, you know, the big monster. So they were trying to isolate him and keep him away from Omos, but once he tagged in, it was over with. You know, he did his monster thing, just stomped him through. I mean, it was great. And, I mean, I don't think I've seen a bigger man than Omos ever come into the WWE like that. I mean, he's just so big. And he's not clunky either. He's very he's very agile, too. So, um, I'm excited to see what they do with this here. Hopefully, they don't mess him up like they did Braun. But uh, we shall see. <laughs> I enjoyed it, actually, though, so. All right, so this was um, another match that I, not bragging, but got right again because I felt like New Day, since, you know what, since they broke, okay, Biggie is on SmackDown, correct me if I'm wrong, I've been in and out of touch with Raw SmackDown lately, but Biggie is on SmackDown, um, Kobe Kingston and... um. Xavier Woods was on Raw, and I just felt like when they broke them up like that, that wasn't really the way I wanted them to break them up. I mean, they're still together, but they're just not on the same shows. But I really wanted somebody to turn on somebody. I just don't feel like New Day is the same anymore. So I'm like, you know what? We need new tag team champions. I wouldn't mind New Day if Kofi and and um and Xavier went their separate ways, which I feel like it's going to happen sooner than later. Um, but I was really going for AJ Styles almost. I you know I think this was a good match to me. Um. I gotta say, a lot of the matches for WrestleMania, I was really into these past two nights. So, um, I think it's I, one thing I always say is change is always good. So, mm-hmm. definitely, um, that they keep, yes, definitely hoping that they keep the championships for a while. But you know, sometimes WWE just, you know, some people don't get to keep a championship for a long time. Right. <laughs> okay. So. Hey. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, I loved how Big E got to announce them again. Big E came out with them for a minute. That was really nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love yeah. that. He came out and did the New Day entrance with them. Yes. Uh, yes I was that, happy that was to see nice. all three of them together for a minute. 
All right. Yeah, I just want to say I, I wanted them to be together, but then it was like when they put them on different shows, and stuff, just for me, it's not the same. Because I was like, if it's they break them way. up, I want it to be each time. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, that that definitely was. I wasn't expecting these to come out and you know do the that interest for them. So, so yeah, that was cool. All right. So, so <laughs> next on my list, um, we have a steel cage match, which I'm just gonna say, don't understand the point of this match. But anyway, I'll say my thoughts for later. <laughs> Braun, <laughs> Braun Strowman defeated. Roll my eyes, shame it, man. Go ahead, Jackson. Thank God. Thank goodness. This match to me was a snore fest. I just, I, I just could not get into it. I wanted to so bad. <laughs> I was like, I, it's like dropping your popcorn and looking for your popcorn and you look up, the match is done. You're like, okay, and Braun wins, which I have no problem with that, you know, but Shane, Shane McMahon had to do every single WrestleMania, I guess now. He's like, stop it, stop it. Yeah, I'm just happy he's not uh, in the title picture. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, exactly. oh, my gosh. Right. It was. <laughs> mm. Anybody else want to put more thoughts on that match? We don't have to go order no more. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I'll... mean to break the order or anything. Oh, no, we don't have to go order more. I just did it for a little while. But, I mean, you know, it's. Who ever want to say something about it? I just did that for a little first matches. We can just go however whoever want to say something as long as everybody have an input. The only, the only thing I want to say about that match is I really enjoyed the ending. Um, that's really all it had for me. Other than that, it's just a standard cage match. Um, I right. I don't get with blood because you keep ramming a guy's head into the steel supposedly. Um, it, it takes away from me if there's there's nothing, no actual repercussions of of hitting a steel cage. But carrying open the cage and pulling your opponent through, throw him to the mat. Okay, I'll give you that one. That was a new way way to hit. Um, that's really the only thing that woke me up for that match was that finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like. That it was decent, it, you know. It was a decent cage match, just like you said. You know, um, just run of not run of the mill. I'd say it was decent cage match. I liked how uh, you know Braun ripped the cage, so that was like a little bit of a cool moment. Um, but I feel like Braun definitely needed this because if he lost to Shane, he would never get his credibility back. Because <laughs> how how is Braun the monster among men going to lose to Shane McMahon? Of all people, so uh, that's that's all I thought. Ooh, well, as I said earlier, I just didn't understand because um, I've been kind of like in, I've been kind of like in and out of Raw and SmackDown. Like I watch it, but I don't get to watch everything sometimes. So I 
definitely was shocked about this particular match. Um, Shaman Man always trying to go above and beyond, and a couple of WrestleMania's ago, he tried that with Undertaker, did not win. He jumped off that cage, and Undertaker rolled over, and I knew from then it was over. You're going against Braun Strowman, even though this is one of the wrestlers, I feel like I feel like they're doing Braun just like Nia. They're just not building, not they're not building their big people. And I don't mean like disrespect, but y'all understand. What I'm trying to say like they're, you know, the the bigger people, not not with weight. Y'all get what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, these are supposed to be the scary people, and y'all are not for me. They're not building them right. Um, so, but I did want Braun Strowman win. I did. Call this one because I just know Shane. You know why are you still trying to wrestle? You already got a big, um, a big position in WWE, of course. Like I just feel like it's time to hang it up, Shane. You know, just do what you do behind the scenes, writing all that stuff like that, whatever it is. You do. But wrestling is just not for you anymore. Now back in WWE days could be, but. You know, lead wrestlers to actual wrestlers. So I just, I just didn't get this. And I also, one more thing, agree with somebody that I don't remember who it was, but I thought this was a good thought that they said on Twitter. Someone said, and I don't know if y'all agree or not, but someone said um, the way that they did the story could have been better. You know, like they should have brought up something deep from Braun's past that really would have had him upset. Um you know, it, it just could have been a better story. Like bring up or a port card, I guess. What, like I said, I didn't really have been into this story. So yeah, it was a story. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> Go ahead. That wasn't good at all. Like also, like I doubt that Braun's bullying, so on, so so to speak, was different than the bullying, so to speak, that most of us get. <laughs> Like, nobody's right. going to try yeah. to beat him up. Like, nobody's going to harass him, like, physically. So I don't I don't really buy him fighting for the bu- fighting for the bullied. Like, I appreciate the idea. I, I really do because we need the help these days. But, you know, I would prefer if it's somebody else because, you know, he just doesn't fit the bully fighter type of thing unless he's, like, defending a small guy or something like that. Other than that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, as, a, as I think Jack said, it just feels forced to me. Right, but I think as Jackson said, Snorfest. <laughs> I was so ready for the match to go before it started. Um, right. So okay, all right. So then we have this was another one I didn't get, but Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Um, they defeated the Miz and John Morrison. Anybody want to put input? You know, any thoughts on that match? Actually, I enjoyed it. I really did. Bad Bunny looked great in the ring, and it—it just—I really enjoyed that. I was thinking this is going to be kind of like, oh, kind of like a. Oh, I can't think of his name now. But anyways, uh, it, this was like, I mean, he actually trained, you know, I was reading web, websites, you know, and a lot of the WWE personnel, even Albert, um, really liked what he was doing in the ring, and he did an amazing job. And then, and then it was pretty cool to see Booker T, you know, on that announce team as well. That That was good. 
I agree. Okay. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, Bad Bunny, yeah, everybody kind of rolls their eyes when you hear a celebrity at WrestleMania, but let's just face it at this point, celebrities at WrestleMania are a tradition, and it's been a tradition since WrestleMania one. It's not going away. It's, but when they're done right, they're done absolutely right. And the definition of done right is Bad Bunny this Dude worked his butt off. He trained. He learned how to do things. I mean, dude pulled off a Canadian destroyer. Uh, there are people that have been oh, doing yeah. it for years that can do a Canadian destroyer. He did one. Um, on the floor, no less. So give credit where credit's due. Bad Bunny worked for it. He earned this spot at WrestleMania in a match. And Ms. Morrison looked like a million dollars when he already looked like 150000 So, Big props to everybody. This was a fantastic match. Definitely. I agree with y'all, too. Uh, it was actually a very good match. Um, I was expecting – I love. I actually love Bad Bunny in WWE right now because he's shown uh, way more respect for WWE than any other celebrity I've ever seen. I mean, look at all the bumps he was taking – and he actually put in the work, like y'all said. You know, he he actually put in the work to train for this. Uh, so, and he did all those different things, more than just jumping off a cage or jumping off the ropes once. You know, uh, and constantly let Damian Priest shine too. So it's not like he was absorbing all the shine for himself. He was sharing it with Damian. So that's another thing as well. He knows how to, you know, help others rather than just focusing on the superstar of himself. So, you know, I enjoyed it. It's very good. And Damian Priest, of course, always does real good. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, I, I really couldn't get into this match. Um, and I said this, actually, last night was my first time seeing Bad Bunny, so I can't really say too much, but it was a good match. I guess I just couldn't get into it because I don't – the Miz and John Morrison do nothing for me. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing them split up. I mean, they do nothing for me. So I asked me the other day, do I watch Miz and Maurice? I said no. I don't watch that show. I don't really watch the reality shows on of wrestling. But um, yeah, they do nothing for me. And I think I want to say that I had said that Bad Bunny and David Priest were gonna win. Um, I'm not sure, but Miz and John Morrison they just do nothing for me. But I did like that segment where Triple H, wasn't that Bad Bunny or Damon Priest, one of them, where they had the segment where Triple H was giving him like a briefcase or something like that and telling him about WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that was I, bad. I like he was like, giving him. Okay, yeah, I had, I had like that. like giving him props or something. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and it's amazing that that happened last, that was shown last night. Was that Bad Bunny or Damon Priest? That was Bad Bunny, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Bad Bunny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I, I, I have enjoyed that part. But, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the only thing, you know, like I said, Miz and John Morrison don't do nothing for me no more. I don't think they ever did anything for me as far as match-wise. Um, okay, so then we had the main event, which was amazing. Um for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we had Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. And, of course, Bianca Belair won. She's the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, 
Well, I just want to start off by saying that. Go ahead. Okay. I actually enjoy. It's like that's, this one's my favorite match of the night. Like I said before, um, I love the raw emotion you can feel between both of them. Like Bianca almost crying already before the match started. It's like you can feel how much it meant to them and how important it is in general. You know, two women, uh, black women on top of that, it's like you never get to see that usually on, on main event. I've, I've never seen it anywhere else except maybe impacted it with, you know, Chris Bay and Rich Swan. But, I mean, women I haven't seen like that. So I enjoyed it. Um, and, of course, the hair whip came back and <laughs> and. and Absolutely, Sasha started bleeding, so I felt bad for her. <laughs> I felt bad for her there, but uh, it was a great match, great, great match. I couldn't really see anything wrong with it. Um, I love Bianca winning. I love Sasha, too. I know her record at WrestleMania is not that good, and championship-wise is not that good, holding it for a long time. But Bianca's been needing some a championship for a long time now. <laughs> so I'm really happy for her. Okay. I, to piggyback I, on that, with, 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 with his thoughts, uh, motion, beginning, like, absolutely. Like, this This is what what WrestleMania moments, it's great moments that you remember forever. And seeing, as Michael Cole corrected it out, for the first ever, two black women for the women's title in the main event at Mania is absolutely historic and then seeing Bianca just get caught up in the emotion and you know Sasha shooting her that look like I know girl here we are we're here this yeah. and then yeah. for them to absolutely burn the house down and just the everything she had been holding back emotion wise pour out of Bianca Belair at the end of that match yes. was for sure, a WrestleMania moment that they need to replay time and time and time again. Just showing her with that's the belt. That's going to be in the highlight reel now. Screaming down her face. Like, that's what it's all about right now. Right. This, this totally just gave me goosebumps. I mean, I, I almost wanted to cry just because I felt all that emotion, and finally seeing Bianca Bella win, and just let it all pour out. You never see that in wrestling that much. It was just so emotional, so exciting. They both definitely made it a WrestleMania moment. They both are the first two black females ever to main event. WrestleMania, and that and that slaps that ponytail, man. I'm telling you right now, I would hate to be around that. I don't know how Montez Ford deals with that, man. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, it just, it just. I mean, well, trust me, like I, I, you can tell she has her sweet times. <laughs> she, you can tell she's rough, but she's sweet at the same time. <laughs> 
But, I mean, it just, this, like I said, this was, even though I say it was my second favorite, but still, just mind-blowing. Like, my, I was standing, pacing back and forth during this match. I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen now? What's going on? You know, what's going to happen? So. Yeah, I'm pacing right now just talking about it. (laughs) I, I really yeah. wish they would have shown all the Montez Ford stuff that they showed on their Twitter uh, after they went mm-hmm. off the air. I really I don't know if someone was holding him back before or if, you know, they had it planned for him to come out after they went off the air. But I was really hoping, like, give her her moment, absolutely, and then let Montez rush the ring, let her family come over the barricade, or her cousin almost did when she won the title, but... Yeah. Let them get in the let them share in that moment on air. You didn't do anything else with Montez Ford. Let him go out there and celebrate with his wife in front of that crowd before you go off the air, I think. Right. Yeah. I love seeing that though. I love seeing them just embrace each other and everything and just not hiding it, you know, just like love each other and support each other in everything they do. So it's it it was very heartwarming for me. Very right. And so, for me, of course, like, I agree with everything um, that you guys said. Um, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, this is a match I've been waiting for a long time. Back at um, back at that point, this pay-per-view, <laughs> the one that was before WrestleMania, I can't think of what it's called. But I believe that was at that pay-per-view. Um, they were supposed to be a tag team or something. I think they had fought against Nia and Shayna, correct me if I'm wrong. And I was just like, no, don't let them win because I want them to fight WrestleMania. You know, Bianca, she was the Royal Rumble winner for the women's. And I said, you know, this was her moment. And I had got this one right. I had got this one right, too. Um, Very amazing match, like you said, too. You know, wonderful um, African-American women. I mean, it's not about race. But, you know, that was just, you know, historic by itself. They put on a great match, but Bianca mm-hmm. came out on top. When Sasha started pulling her hair, I was like, oh, no, Bianca, you got to come back now. I don't even like hair pulling. Yeah. So, like, yo, don't pull like, that woman's Sasha, hair like that. <laughs> right. So I was like, uh, you got to do something about that. So, but um, I think both of them were very proud. I could tell Sasha was proud. You know, even though she may have lost, I still think she was proud of herself. I believe yes. she was proud of Bianca. Even the stare down, the emotions, the emotions from both of their faces, and the fact that we even had a crowd, the crowd there to see that. Um, I know. Oh, that made amazing. it even better. Right. I know it was amazing for them as well. I know it was amazing for all the rest of us to see a crowd again um, after a oh, year. Yeah. Yes. They deserve that for sure. Right. Like, way more than us. Like, they needed it more than we did because, man. Right. Very true, very true. All right, so we're going to go to night two. All right, so I'm going to talk about it. Let me see. I remember which one was first. Okay. So, very confusing outcome of this match, but the theme Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. What y'all thought about that? 
I'm gonna let y'all go first. <laughs> oh God. I, I, I don't know what. I this is what I thought the entrance was awesome, you know, with the whole entire Jack in the Box thing. That was cool, and then seeing the fiend, the real fiend, you know, without the burnt mask and all that stuff, kind of that surprised me. And then just the end, I was like, whoa, huh, huh, what? I just, I just, yeah, but it was pretty cool to see all that black, like, blood or whatever come down Alexis Bliss's face. It got a little too extreme. Like, there was a little bit that was awesome, but then it just got more blacker and blacker and blacker. I was like, oh, geez. I was like, okay, that's enough. Okay. But Randy Orton winning, I I thought there were, this match would have been got would have gotten longer, and it just yeah I don't, I don't know why or I don't know what they're gonna do next. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and watch it tonight. Right. For sure, I think that was absolutely the setup they were going for. Is we are going to shock the hell out of you, which they did. My jaw hit the floor. I was going what? Sorry, what what happened here? Um. They want you to come back tonight, and I think this was the perfect setup to make you come back tonight. What exactly happened? Why did Alexa Fox braid the map? And I'm sorry, after my initial shock of, you know, WTF, I went, you know what? Yeah. I love it. I love it. you got uh, Alexa Bliss just yeah. completely dived headfirst into the psycho pool, into the deep end, and she may be outside the fiend, if that's a word. And, you know, just it, I want to see where it goes. And I don't remember the last time the WWE did something that I said, I want to see what happens on um, Raw the next night because I want to see what happens next. And this did it, finally. <laughs> oh, well, uh, for me, Ah, it just, for me, I honestly, The Fiend kind of needed this win because it puttered out with uh, the Goldberg loss. So I didn't feel any credibility until I was trying to wait for this win to be like, okay, he's going to be back on his thing because he's impervious to pain, apparently. So <laughs> that wasn't the issue. <laughs> but, and I think, I don't know, I, like y'all said, I guess we just have to wait for Monday night to see what happens. Um, it was like y'all. It was a crazy like visual and moment and everything, uh, and all the black things it reminded me of the Grudge. Really, just a bunch of the Grudge stuff. So I feel like Alexa probably is like possessed by a better, like a bigger demon or something, like Sister Abigail or something like that. So I don't know. We'll see how we'll see what it turns into. That's it. I guess it's just like y'all said. It, I, I guess I gotta rewatch it after like getting over the shot. It's <laughs> 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 like, bruh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I could, could know we it. Actually, Go ahead. Could, hmm? could we actually see the fiend versus the other fiend, and maybe the higher power of Sister Abigail could be uh, looks uh, Nikki Cross, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. Are we getting Undertaker versus Undertaker again? <laughs> oh, God, no. Or Kane versus Kane. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Oh, Festus was under the mat. <laughs> but you know what? Um, just when I thought that they dropped the ball with the, with the scene, that entrance, Changed my perspective. Like before he even was in the box or whatever, you know, just to, like I said, I've been in and out. Like I watch Raw and shut down, but sometimes I don't get to always watch it. So I definitely missed the part where Randy Orton put him on fire. Like I was, I was even shocked. So I'm glad for replays. I was shocked, just like Randy Orton. And said so he came back, and um, that interest is everything. I think everybody, just everybody in the WWE universe, was waiting. Um. So glad that they pairing Alexa Bliss with the Fiend. Was very confused about the outcome as well. Um, even some people were saying, "Well, is Alexa turned on the scene, or what's going on?" So I don't know, but um, I enjoyed it. But definitely waiting for tonight. Definitely want to see what's going to happen. I think the anticipation of when the Fiend gets ready to come out is just amazing. When the lights get ready to shut off. I definitely, I definitely enjoy it because you know we have had a number number of wrestlers in um, WWF who there's only a certain amount of, of those interests that give you chills. Um, Kane interest used to give me chills. Undertaker interest, of course, he's my favorite wrestler. Always give me chills. Um, so the fact that Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. This is something I, I like. I always said I said on the show. I'm so glad they made the theme. Um, my co-hosts always disagreed with me about the theme, but I actually liked the theme. I just thought that they were, you know, kind of dropping the ball with him. But after seeing last night, like I'm definitely interested um, to see where this goes. I actually called this. I figured that Randy Orton would somehow um, get the win, but I actually am am wanting. Let me say this before we move on. I miss Randy Orton's old thing where it said, um, what did it say? Hey, nothing you can say. <laughs> I miss that thing song. Yeah. Oh, my I wish God, I remember that bit. I downloaded that, that song. <laughs> yes, I, that, I that wish that he would. Uh, that was yes, a wonderful I, song. <laughs> I wish that he would go back to that. Like, I don't, I don't really care for this. You know, sometimes, um, the, I guess you call it whatever you call it, genres or whatever you call it. The after a while, they gimmicks, they gimmicks, yeah, gimmicks get old after a while. So this kind of like legend killer thing, you know, or what it called the viper, no viper thing. Um, I don't know what he was yeah. calling himself when he had that theme song. I think he was calling himself legend killer. I think he, I, I would really truly want him to go back yeah. to that music. So yeah. Okay, so then we had let's see, I'm not sure this is next, but we're going to talk about it. Matt Riddle versus Shaman. Yeah. Um, thoughts? I love Sheamus. I despise Riddle. I, I'm one of those people that actually wants to actually punch him in the face. That, that, that's it. That, that's it. I was just happy that Sheamus won. That's it. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't have a problem with this match. Um, I know, you know, everything going on with, with Matt Riddle and 
you know, jury's jury's out, but he doesn't look good at all. So I'm kind of glad they got the title off of him. Sheamus carried into a pretty good match. Um, I, I shouldn't say carried. Matt Riddle can can do his own thing. Uh, they had a good match, good beat him up. You could really feel the strikes. Uh, it is what it is. U.S. champ, thank you. Um, that's what you did. Yeah, same thing. I mean, oh, that that was kind of like to me that really wasn't WrestleMania worthy. Uh, I don't know if it was just because you know the the mood kind of you know the shock kind of bled into the match or whatever. But I just didn't I just didn't really. It was like you know Sheamus is always very physical, so you know it's going to be at least decent. But uh, also Riddle just stinks. I enjoyed him at first at NXT. But now in WWE, it's just like they're trying to make him a Bill and Ted ripoff. So I just don't. I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, go screw Uh So we'll see if Sheamus actually gets a good run on this. I don't know if the whole complete stoner thing is, is them or if it's just Matt Riddle being Matt Riddle. I mean, no, it's, it, 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 it's Riddle because, because he's always been like that when he was – on uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter, that's how he was. That's how he was in the UFC. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like he wasn't. I may be wrong, but I feel like he wasn't at, pushed like you know, it wasn't like pushed in our face as much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're like more. They're trying to lean lean in on more of his like. So on, so on, so to speak, smoking or whatever. It's like, is he high or whatever? It was just like, like you know, and just ah, come on, man. You <laughs> think the eighties no more? This ain't like you know the seventies or eighties anymore. Let's let's get out of this here. You know, it's legal in places. Like people are functioning with jobs and stuff like that. You know, it, it's you know, we just need to progress here. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, right. Well, you know, I chose Seamus, um, Matt Riddle. I don't, I just don't know. I have no words for him, really. Um, I think he was also twenty-four-seven champion, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Um, um, I think everybody has been twenty-four-seven champion. <laughs> I lost, right. I lost track of who all won, so. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't have much for it. I do everything everybody say. Um, okay, Matt. I'm happy for Seamus. Um, hoping he can get back in the title picture as well. Picture as well. And I'm all, I was also thinking about his previous theme song. Um, all the words in my mind. It's a something other something to something. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all know his previous theme song. I wish I could go back to that. Um. You know, I forgot what it's called, but anyway, so I, I was actually happy that Seamus won. Okay, so then we have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn and um, Paul, somebody named Paul, Logan Paul, somebody came out to Sami. No. <laughs> no. It was for Sami, but um, what y'all thought about this match? And, of course, Kevin Owens had one called that one, too. See, I've always loved their feud. I mean, just they have great chemistry. I don't think that 
I didn't understand the point of even Logan Paul even being there. Right. I just like he's another he he's an sorry in my language, but an ASS right. if I can say that. Um, Free speech. It's just it's just kinda it's just kinda, you know it it was a great match. Very, very, very good. And of course they've always been friends for a long time. That's the reason why there is great chemistry between them. The Sunner was awesome. Of course I love when KO does that. And it was great for him to stun Logan Paul. So I mean that that's my opinion. It was great back and forth. I enjoyed it, except for Logan Paul being there. <laughs> I think I think Logan Paul served his purpose here. Um he wasn't meant to be the same level as a Bad Bunny. He wasn't meant to be part of this match, and that's fine. Um, he did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was get eyes on the product, and they put him with what was going to be one of the better matches of the night, and that's what they did. They they had him sit at ringside without a headset, just quietly sit there, which is great because I don't know what he's like in the ring. I've seen his boxing. It's not great. Um, but there are people who probably put their eyes on WrestleMania because Logan Paul was there, and they got to see Cam, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do what they do. Now, I, I wish they had another 10, 15 minutes, but yeah. he got eyes on the product, and that's what he was there for. And then to eat a stunner at the end and get left by both guys, come on, perfect. Well, I mean, I guess this is just me being biased, but I just really don't like the Pauls or whatever. They just don't. They remind me of all the jock bullies in my school, in my old school. So it's just like, eh, I don't like these dumb kids. (laughs) So I don't know if that's just me being jaded or what, but I guess like y'all said, he came in to bring, I guess, eyes to the to WrestleMania. and of course, like y'all said, Sammy and Kevin, they did their thing, you know, wrestled. They can't I don't think they ever they've ever had a bad match in their lives. So uh it's a very enjoyable match. Um but just you know, I just didn't really see what I did I didn't care for Logan Paul, so that's just me. I mean I was happy that he got dropped though. Points for that. Right. So <laughs> well, well, you know, as I was telling my co-host on our other show that we do together, I said, you know what? Because she got less less predictions right than me. I got more predictions right than her. And I was like, you must have been tired because I usually don't get this much predictions right. So this was, like I said, this was another one that I had got right. Um, I figured that Kevin Owens would win. I think the moment for me is the Stone Cold Stunners that Kevin Owens does. And as I tweeted last night, I know that Stone Cold should be proud that his move is getting used in this current um, generation of superstars. So I'm I want to put my hats off to Kevin Owens for you know using that as his finishing move. To me, that's like showing appreciation to Stone Cold. For me, that's what it shows. So definitely knew that Logan Paul was going to get that. You know, and it's so amazing. I felt like I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I felt like I was in WWF times because we already know that yeah. we're so, actually I was looking at 2001 um, Raw this 
before, like an hour before we got on the show, and I just I just see how Stone Cold, you know, when Kurt Angle came out, y'all know when Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Triple H was about to have, um, have their little feud, and when Kurt Angle came out, and you know that you know they had that stipulation where if Triple H or Stone Cold touch each other, or whatever, one of them would lose the chance to get a title match with Kurt Angle. That's what I was looking at before we got on the show. And when Kurt Angle came out and he, you know, do he did Triple H, then Stone, he, I guess Kurt Angle didn't think Stone Cold was gonna stun him, but then he turned around and stunned him. So we saw that last night with um, Kevin Owens, you know, Logan Paul and Sammy got into it. Then all of a sudden, you know, Kevin Owens just said, "Hey, I'm gonna stun you." So it's just amazing to see that that is still happening. What used to happen WWF is being brought back to. Um, you know, this current generation of superstars, current generation of wrestling, so amazing. that I just thought that was amazing. So, But I figured Kevin Owens would have won that match. Um, all right, so this is what's for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Of course, Nia Jackson, and Santa Blazer, um, they went against the winners of the tag team promo from night one, Tamita and Natalya. Unfortunately, Nia Jackson, and Santa Blazer won. So what is y'all um, thoughts about that? It was a good. Um, then I, I really like the ending when uh, uh, it was yeah, Natty had uh, uh, Nia Jax in the surf shooter, and then all of a sudden Baszler just comes out of nowhere, puts on the moves, and it's over. But I actually, I pretty much enjoyed it. It was a, it was a good solid match. I give it about a C plus. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on. Um, like I said before, when we were talking about the tag team turmoil match. I had no expectations left in this match. I was just kind of down. Um, but darn it, if they didn't get me into it, uh, <laughs> they <laughs> made me to see new champions a couple times in that match, especially with the sharpshooter at the end. Uh, I thought Tamina was going to hit it with that uh, attempted power slam she did on Nia Jax. I I thought that was it. And, you know, they kind of got me. They kind of got me into this match um, a little more than the tag team turmoil match did. So props to them, but still it was yet another match I didn't really, at the end of the day, need. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of what y'all said. It was, at first, it was kind of just okay, and then when it started to pick up in pace and everything, and I loved that Tamina was able to, you know, uh, honor, honor her dad with the splash uh, yesterday and tonight. I mean, uh, yesterday and the day before, so that was cool. Um, it was, like y'all said, it was very good back and forth. You, know, uh, you couldn't really tell who was going to win until the end there. And, and like y'all said, that double submission, it was just like, okay, so who's going to get it now? Who's going to actually break it off? So uh, you know, with the headbutt back and forth, I found that kind of funny. It's like, uh, all right, so we're headbutting now. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was real nice. Right. I, I do agree. I mean, you know, the match itself was, it was okay. Um, I think Tamina and Natalia, they fought their hardest, but somehow 
Shayna, but it just came and saved the day, um, you know, and I'm going to just say Shayna saved the day. I might have to go heal a little bit because Nia Jax just couldn't pick up the win for yeah, that, them. So that Shana, was nice. <laughs> Shana, that's what I'm saying, Nia Jax. The way she slid up in there. Right. That's what I'm saying, Nia Jax. You know, at one point, they didn't know what they wanted to do with Nia Jax. I don't know if y'all was into that. But at one point, they had Nia yeah. Jax being faced. Then she turned heel. They just didn't know what they wanted to do. I just don't think right. the title should be on her. Shayna could have would pick, have been with somebody else. But, you know, WWE, like I said, they're unpredictable. I, this, this one I actually got wrong. I got it wrong two times. So, <laughs> I did talk to Tamina and Natalia, but Tamina, she she deserves a spotlight. Like, um, kind of was shocked to see her and Natty. Like I said, I've been in and out of wrestling, but kind of shocked to see her and Natty was a team. But you know, Tamina should one day go for the women's championship, in my opinion. So I agree. Um, yes, because one time they were doing nothing with her. So so yeah. maybe she's been. Stepping up, so well, she kept on getting injured a lot. That was the reason, right? Yeah, she kept suffering a whole bunch of different bad circumstances. Whether she was getting hurt or hurting somebody, so it's just, you know, it's it's just been a mess for her. I feel bad a lot of times because you know mistakes always happen, but you know, I feel like she gets a little harder rap than anybody else almost. Right. Yeah. Right. I think part of that is is the lineage too. I think if she had had some of these issues and she wasn't Jimmy Smith's daughter, maybe she'd right. get away with it a little bit more. But with who her father is and, and what yeah. regard he was a, a while back, yeah, she's kind of a higher standard. Right. 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 Okay. So next we're going to discuss. Ooh, so many matches happened. Um, Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. Thoughts about this? Because we never saw the crumb be used. Again, I'm going to let y'all go first. <laughs> this, match was oh. this, match, this match was totally brutal. Right. I was just like, oh, my gosh, they're going to kill each other. Right. But seeing the seeing the end with Davo, I was like, "Oh boy, here's Davo." Right. So, yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I really, I really go ahead. I, I think they're doing Apollo Crews a disservice. Um, they gave him this new gimmick, the Nigerian Prince, which I'm digging. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, going back to his roots, going back to his Ua Nation days, but he was 0-3 against Big E for the Intercontinental title going into WrestleMania, and then he needs a gimmick match with interference from Dabakato to beat Big E. Like, we get it. Big E is a, is a great competitor going to another level here. The Intercontinental title just kind of feels like a stepping stone for Big E but you have not made Apollo Crews look like he can beat anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was uh, real. To me, 
it could have been so much better. Um, I was already kind of worried about it because, you know, WWE really, like, you know, they really milked this cultural thing and, like, kind of just to a point to where it's just, like, over over the top and just uh, just very performative, if that makes sense. Like, uh, it was like I was thinking, are these drums even from Nigeria? Like, I'm pretty sure these aren't even Nigerian drums on the side. And, like, <laughs> so... It was good. it was a good match itself though. They were like you know they were beating each other up. Loved it. Um, I wanted Big E to win because he's been on a roll lately. I mean Big E's just great on the mic and just just tore him up. I mean just Apollo couldn't you know couldn't stand with him with the, on the mic. Uh, uh, I like Apollo in the ring and everything. And I don't know if, if y'all knew him before. Did, did he have the accent before he came to WWE? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm cool. the indie. So it's did. actually him. Okay, yes. cool, cool. Because I was yep. very worried it was another Kofi situation. <laughs> I was so, so worried. So I'm very happy it's not. So now I'm digging it. Okay, so I'm, I'm on board now. Something he used. I'm sorry? It's a gimmick accent, but it is something he's used in the past. I don't think it's real. Okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I it's real. <laughs> Is it? Because I'm I'm really worried about that because I hate like I don't know if I should hate it myself, but like I don't I don't like you know now we shouldn't be doing like the fake accents because there's plenty of you know African talent or plenty of Jamaican talent to hire and bring in on TV and stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like that those days are those days are kind of over. You know what I mean? If you don't have an accent, don't play that accent. No, I, I get it. He probably did. If he is, if it is an accent, it's probably an, a relative that he was born with, like his dad or mom or something like that. And but you know, I'm just worried. So if it's a, if it's not an accent, I'm cool. I dig it. You know, getting back to the family uh, roots. You know, I love seeing people like honor where they're from, no matter where that's from. And I love, you know, again, Big E going back, uh, showing his side of town in, Ch- in Tampa, you know, his barber, uh, where he goes to chill, get his mind right, you know, and just him going off with the title. It's just, it was good. It was a good overall, though. Right. So, this match, um, I guess when I do predictions for matches, I go off based off of, um, how the feud is and everything like that. And I guess because of what I want to happen with the wrestler is their sales, as I think I mentioned earlier, I'm not sure, but I actually think it's time for Big E to go heal. Um, so I was like, you know what, Apollo Crews needs to win. Um, mm. I did not think he was going to win this way with that guy. can't think of his name coming right. in. I was, that was definitely a shock. Yeah. I, People say he was in Raw Underground, which I didn't even get to see Raw Underground. Um, but, you know, that was a shock. Cause I actually, I said, you know what, I could be wrong. I said, Big E might win. Because people were saying, you know, if you had a, a, a somebody do your entrance, then you were going to lose. Um, but that was definitely uh, that was definitely not the case for real, which is the match we're going to talk about next. But, yes, I, um, right. I do think it was a brutal match. Uh, I didn't know what a... I don't even know what they call this type of match, some type of drum match. I didn't really see the drums being used. Yeah, it was a Nigerian drum fight. <laughs> right. 
Um, but it was brutal at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, they had those we call them kendo sticks. I mean, you know, at one time, apologists was going yeah. in on me. You know, sticks. Um, so I, nice. I, I definitely don't think this feud is, in my opinion, I don't think this feud is quite over because now this guy has came in and helped Apollo. So I don't see this feud quite being over yet. Um, any more thoughts right. about that? match before we move on? Uh, I agree with you there. You know, uh, the feud itself is really good. I love how personal it's getting. And um, I I just need to wait and see what they do with Dabo Kato because they keep, you know, putting him on TV, taking him off, putting him on TV, taking him off. So uh, before I get excited, I'm going to see what he does for Apollo and all that good stuff. But, um, like y'all, you know, thinking back again on, on what y'all are saying, I, I think it's going in a good direction. Uh, and I feel like Big E is actually kind of trans, like transferring into kind of a heelish persona because he's been, he's been going off and kind of sounding, you know, not really un- unstable, but starting to get tired of the BS. So I feel like it's starting to get to where he's going to start not being so nice people anymore. It's just like, bro, I'm tired of all this. I'm going to get my stuff. I'm going to get my shine like I'm supposed to. You know, it's not going the way it's supposed to. So, you know, that's what I think. That's probably what's going to happen here. Very true. Okay. So then now we're going to discuss the Raw Women's Championship, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. And, of course, Rhea Ripley won this. I know y'all got thoughts. Hello? I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to bow I, out of this one. I'm actually feeding my kids and missed it, so I'm going to bow out of this match. Mm. But I just want to say, uh, <laughs> I think the right way here, way to make uh, Rhea Ripley, but I missed the entire match. Okay. Okay. Actually, since you didn't get to see it, I don't want to spoil it. So, But it, it, was a, it was a good match. I enjoyed it, and the right woman did deserve to win. So, right. right. Well, for me, it was a very good match. Um, I was I didn't know who was going to win because both kind of needed the win because Oscar's been mishandled so much at WrestleMania and in general. So right. you know, it, it's very hard to see what they do with her. But uh, Rhea also needed this because if she lost here, it'd be two losses at WrestleMania in a row. So she wouldn't have any credibility. So she definitely needed this win. Um, she did a really good job. You know, very physical match. Um, took it to Oscar. Oscar took it to her. She didn't mind. You know what I mean? You know, it was very good. Uh, I think that was almost the match of the night behind the main event. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, um, I chose Rhea to win. Um, as I said earlier, change is always good. So, you know, we've seen Oscar have the championship a couple of times. So, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this real championship reign will go. Uh, and as I keep saying, I hope they don't drop the ball with this. Don't have her lose right. by backlash. Keep her with the championship for a long time. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm also not going to spoil it. Um, I think Chris said he didn't get to see it. So, but I just know it was, it was very interesting, very good match, very good match. Yeah. Um, 
Then, of course, lastly, the main event for night two, we had Roman Reigns, the Heyman guy, I like to call him. Um, we had the Rated R Superstar Edge, and we had the Yes Man, Daniel Bryan. I know everybody got thoughts about this one. This match blew my mind, especially, like, towards the end when Edge and, uh, I was about to say Christian, <laughs> Edge and uh, uh, Brian were butting heads, banging their heads. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I just couldn't believe it. And then everything with Jay Uso. Uso, man, he helped Roman win again. I don't know when it's going to be. He can actually win cleanly. It will be a miracle at some point for Roman to win clearly. Just clearly, but I did pick Rowan to win, actually. You know, I, I saw a lot of people very upset that it wasn't a clean win. And um, I actually went back at a guy on Twitter. You know what? I hope he never has a clean win. I hope he continues to do this <laughs> for facilities that either, either bites him in the butt or, you know, someone brings a bigger army to beat him because he is. Yeah exactly what people have wanted from him for a long time. They wanted heal Roman. And I'm and then, so glad that that happened. Yeah, and then you get heal Roman and you're going to complain that he wins in a heel way. I'm sorry, what? You wanted a heel, not a heel. And this triple threat match, I usually don't like triple threat matches, um, but it seems to be at WrestleMania they turn up the, the volume on match and they make it amazing because I have not seen a triple threat WrestleMania that I didn't enjoy and this is another one of those. It was, it was just fantastic. Right, right. I enjoyed it too as well. It was a very good main event. Uh, very worthy of the main event as well. So uh, uh, props to all three men. Uh, originally I did not want Daniel Bryan in that match as much as I love him because it's credibility right now and kind of just like He's kind of de-escalated right now when it comes to popularity, I would say, because, like, eh, you know, he's not really main event picture right now. So it was, at first, I I was a little worried, but, you know, the triple threat match was really good. Uh, You know, it was very physical. It gets, you know, Jay getting involved was really nice. You know, letting, getting Roman, like, giving them a reason to come back at Roman later on, sort of, even though he pinned both of them at the same time, which gives him a right to say, you know, I pinned both of y'all, so it's time to move on, <laughs> which was crazy. You know, he getting the, the concerto on edge and then throwing him on top of Daniel. I enjoyed that. I really love what they're doing with Roman because, y'all, like y'all said, you know, they they needed to do this back when the shield broke up. Like, this character, this should have been him back then because yeah. the whole, like, John Cena-like character did not fit him. Like, I'm not saying he's an asshole, but He's not like Superman type thing. He's more like, you know, more, more centric, centristic, you know what I mean? Like more like in the middle than anything else. And when they go into this heel, uh, it, I just love that he's taking, taking things from Brock and putting his own stuff in there with the delusional head of the table type of thing and just thinking he's the head of everything. And then, you know, he ta- he taps you know, taps out whenever that it doesn't matter. It's I like it. It's great. It's great stuff. All right. So 
I and Ed's bringing back his stuff. Okay. All right. All right. So, yes, I do agree with every, what everybody said. Um, I actually chose, I mean, not Roman, but Daniel Bryan to win this. Um, of course, I, I did say that Roman wouldn't win, but I was this was one I was wrong about. What I was actually looking forward to was, even though I don't like him, his person in WWE, right. not in not in, no not not him as a person, just his persona in right. WWE. Mm-hmm. I do not like. Not talking about Roman. I'm talking about oh, Brock Lesnar. I actually wanted Brock oh, Lesnar. I'm saying that, <laughs> but I actually wanted Brock uh. Lesnar to come back and interfere, kind of like mess up Roman winning. And then, because I, I was actually saying, I said I don't see Roman winning, but I didn't see Edge getting either. But, you know, I was right one half, but it wasn't right. Oh, Roman kept the championship. But all in all, I do think it was a good match. Um, one thing I didn't like, though, about social media, I have to say this part, there were some people that was upset. Um, I don't really want to repeat what I was seeing, but I don't ever think it has to go that far where you want to, you know, I can't really, I don't want to really repeat on my show, but it doesn't have, you know, if a wrestler you like, don't like, don't win, I don't feel like there should be disrespect towards them. Now, as Nate, as you said on Twitter when you replied, if the wrestler is disrespectful or racist or something like that, then I can see you having a pain, but, you know, what I saw someone said about Roman Reigns, you know, you never want to, you know, say anything bad about someone's health because you didn't like that they won. You know, that was just right. our lines. So I just have to say it doesn't have to go yep. that far. You know, so hey, right. I love Aaron Taker. He hasn't always won. Of course, I was upset when Brock Lesnar beat the, beat him at WrestleMania. I was mad. I was mad. I was like, what? How did this happen? But I've never went out the way to say, you know, crazy stuff about Brock, because I don't like him like that, but, you know, I've never said a crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Of course, I was mad that he beat the, you know, beat Undertaker, you know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there was just some real heat I saw when well, Roman won. Well, like I mean, I you didn't ask for his death. <laughs> like, you were mad, but, like, you didn't wish for him to die afterwards. Like, you know, you right. didn't, like, wish right. for him to choke or anything. <laughs> Right, no, I know. Like, it's right. not that serious. That's just like with the whole Becky Lynch thing. And I know everybody's new here, so y'all never know. I always make jokes to my co-host, Keita, when um, Becky Lynch was champion. I used to say, hashtag Becky Nobel, Becky Nobel. I even got trolled for saying that because, you know, there, was, there are some fans that really just be want to cuss you out. Now, I could have seen if I had said something disrespectful, but what was so bad about me saying Becky Nobel, Becky Nobel? So... You know, but that's something I used to say, but, you know, I, you know, stopped saying after she had got pregnant. But my whole thing was, even though I, I was saying Becky Nobel, I never really went out the way and disrespected her or anything like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's just sometimes, you know, people cross the line too much. So I just don't feel like, you know, okay, yeah, I kind of didn't want Roman Reigns to win either, but I'm not about to sit and speak about his health or anything like that. I want to do something myself because he didn't, you know, he won. You know, it doesn't have to go that far. But I just wanted to throw that out there because there was so much of controversy on social media I saw with this match. But um, other than that, you know, this was a, it was a good match to me. Um, I do feel like 
you know, all in all, WrestleMania was okay. I, I just feel like night one was a little bit of night two. I don't know how y'all feel. Maybe y'all want to put some input. Tell me which night y'all oh, thought was better. I, I liked night, night one. Night absolutely. one was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, no disrespect to anybody, but, boy, that night one was just hot. Night two was just it, it was good, but it wasn't like night one. Like night one was was hot stuff there. Right. Yeah, I think night two was more built around two matches, uh, whereas right. night one was a lot of what we wanted to see. Night two was basically the Raw Women's title and the Triple Threat. Right. Yeah. Right. I will say I wanted to see Biggie and Apollo too because I knew they were I knew they were going to kill it, but. Oh yeah, uh, like y'all said, it was just built. It was just built around them two matches, so you almost didn't care about any of the other matches that were on there. Everything else was just on night one. So, right. You know. And that's that's a thing with with all WrestleManias. I think you either get a WrestleMania where every match has something, every match has stakes, or you get a WrestleMania where it's a couple of matches and everybody else is is just to fill out the card. And it's a couple of really right. huge matches. I feel like a WrestleMania 14 that was built around right. Austin and Michaels, and I I right. can't even remember much of what else was on that show. It was built around Austin and Michaels, and then you have something like WrestleMania hmm. 17 where everything had a story, everything was blowing something off, including the hardcore title match. I mean, everything had a blow off. So this right. was a case of both. Night one, everything had something on the line. Night two was built around a couple of matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do y'all think that there was anything different that y'all wanted to see happen at WrestleMania or anybody that y'all wanted to come back? Or do you think things were as good the way they went? I, I, uh, I, one thing I, I did like, I did like how they did the pre-show. I thought that was good and excellent. Instead of having like pre matches, right. I do I do like how they did that. Um, I was you know I, I put a question out you know for fun. I was like, um, are the Bella Twins going to do anything? You know, are they going to come out? Which I was correct. You know, it was just a you know with Bailey and everything. Um, and then <laughs> you know I was put out with. Uh, you know, could Becky come out? Could Ronda come out? And I got, right. you know, a couple of, you know, answers, stuff like that. But, you know, that, that was about it. That, that was the thing I was thinking about, you know, just thinking, hey, you know, this could happen. Right. Right. Anybody else got anything they want to add? What happened? Like, did you like what happened at WrestleMania? Anything you think should have happened? You know, I, well, I like the show. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a pretty entertaining show. Um, I I got back and forth with someone on Twitter. They were like, oh, there were no five-star matches. So it wasn't a good WrestleMania. I'm like, you know, it, that doesn't bother me in the least because it had everything a WrestleMania is supposed to have. It had the moments. It had good wrestling. And it showcased where we're going to be going in the next year, hopefully. And it wrapped up some of the things we've done in the past. It was everything a WrestleMania was supposed to be. It was very entertaining. Um, 
who cares about five star matches? Honestly, it, right. it was a very right. entertaining show. I'd give it a B plus. Right. I enjoyed it too. Like like y'all said, you know, it, it it's never about always five star matches. It's if you have fun. Wrestling is subjective. Like we all had a agree to disagree thing. We didn't argue about it, you know. Uh, so I feel like WrestleMania is always at least a, a a level above everything, and because there's always a good face with the fans, like we're always here there for a good time instead of to judge the product. So you know, yep. that's just me. If, if the expectations are a little bit better on WrestleMania, you know what I mean. Like you know, you're able to give a little more grace than usual because it's like it's a good time. It's like a festival type of thing. It's like all the fans are getting together to watch. Yeah, it's it, it be kind of like Woodstock, you know, happening every year. You know, all the big oh, bands yeah. and stuff like that. that. That's what WrestleMania is. Yeah, and then all the indie events that profit off of WrestleMania in the area, that's always really good. You know, all the wrestlers that get attention uh, could get signed after that, you know. So there's so much to to enjoy about WrestleMania around the area and around that time. Everything's starting to bubble up, and everybody's trying to be the best at the moment, you know. Right. Show their top stuff. <laughs> Very true. So yeah, I didn't. Um, I did like the fact that you know, some normally they usually bring like um, older superstars back. You know, previous wrestlers back. You know, we did see the ones that were in the Hall of Fame, of course, which I did enjoy the Hall of Fame both for both years. But um, you know, I had to piggyback off something I saw. The Undertaker had an interview, and I think I tweeted this, and he said. Um, you know, even though he misses WrestleMania, he was happy with the decision that he made. And he said, um, it's the current wrestler's time to shine. And, you know, I'm just summarizing. He didn't say exact word. Basically, what he was saying was, you know, he wanted them to have their moment. So and he was just going to sit yeah. back and let them have the moment. So I did give him respect. I respect him for saying that. And I respect WWE, too, because they... They let these wrestlers have their moment this year. They didn't really bring back no um, previous superstars like The Rock or Stone Cold. Well, now, we did see Stone Cold previewing for next year's WrestleMania, which I got to get there next year. <laughs> I must get there next year. <laughs> but um, definitely, I don't really see nothing they had to do different. Um, you know, everything was done. I think it was done okay. You know, we know we had COVID going on, so I'm, some majority of people had masks. Some didn't, which I just thought, like, okay, now y'all would get your mask on. But other than that, you know, I think this WrestleMania was much needed since we didn't have a party last year. So mm-hmm. that's my thoughts. Um, one last question before I pick y'all brain with a few questions of trivia that I like to do. Nate know about trivia to see how, what, how much, <laughs> what y'all remember. Just a few questions, not too much, because I know it's Monday. Um, but I just want to ask y'all. <laughs> Y'all have any thoughts about Titus and Hulk Hogan? Did y'all enjoy them being the host for WrestleMania this year? Uh, y'all go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna be nice. Uh, I'm not gonna be nice. <laughs> um, this is how I put it. I think 
I think the reason they did it is because of all the comments that Hogan said inside us. You know, basically, we tweeted back to them, and t- they actually talked, which I thought it was a good thing. But I'd like to have seen Titus do it by himself. Um, oh, as a kid, I was a huge Hulk Hogan fan, you know, and then especially in the NWO, you know. But I think it would have been good, like, if Titus would have just been the host by himself because... He could have done, like, more comedy skits or something like that, which would have been great, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm still trying to figure out why WrestleMania needs hosts. Uh, That's a very good we went, point. <laughs> we went years with no WrestleMania hosts. Um, I understand when they did it for The Rock because they were setting up the fall year and whatnot, but... It's gotten to the point, it's like, is anybody really turning on their TV and, you know, paying for Peacock or paying for WrestleMania to see Titus O'Neil and and Hulk Hogan? I mean, yeah, Hulk Hogan was our childhood for a lot of us wrestling fans growing up, sure. But I I don't know. The, The whole concept of the host does really nothing for me. But that being said, um... I think they did just fine. I enjoyed them coming out dressed as the Pirates. That was funny. Got a little chuckle out of, out of me, but there were some very, very audible boos for Hulk Hogan. Um, I think, I, I hope, the WWE was paying attention as those kind of down on him. And maybe, you know, as much as things got smoothed over between uh, Titus and Hulk, maybe it's time to take a longer time away from the WWE for Hulk Hogan. Let's just, let's let everything cool down. I mean, obviously it's still a very sore point with the fans. They haven't forgiven him yet. And they were audibly very upset. I don't think it was a good look at WrestleMania in front of a crowd uh, for the first time in a year. And to have them audibly booing your legendary host, if that's what you want to call it. Right. All right. Uh, I'll say I'll, I'm kind of I'm actually uh, agreeing with the, I, for, I forgot who said it exactly, but the whole the whole idea of the host that's actually a good point. There's no there's no real point unless it's like a celebrity host or something. Like wouldn't it, wouldn't it like other WrestleManias have like Dick Clark or you know uh, other like celebrity announcers or something like that? Uh, but, like Murray. Yeah. Yeah, like come on now, like Titus. I love Titus to death. I really do. But I didn't need to see him with Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, I guess when I was a kid, I I was cool with Hulk because my dad liked Hulk Hogan. You know, I was like, I respected him because he's my dad's. He was my dad's favorite wrestler as a kid. Blah blah, blah all that good stuff. But I could never get into him because he's just a one tone dude. And also on top of that. Personally, I don't like what he does backstage. I don't like how he operates. And another, you know, on top of that with the whole situation that happened a couple of years ago, whether it was right or not to record it, it's still right. not good to think that way. So <laughs> I would rather not support something like that. Whether I, I respect what he's done for wrestling, but, you know, I can't separate the two because, you know, I, it would be wrong, too, to be honest, for me anyway. Right. 
Well, for me, I yeah. So for me, you know, I just like everybody said, what's the point of host? Um, just like you don't have a regular, uh, what you call it, manager for each show, general manager for each show. Yeah. I don't understand why. <laughs> why we haven't host? Um, so you know, ain't much more I can say. I everybody can say, you know, I I think for after this year, stop with the hosting. Like, you know, people still don't really care for Hogan like that. It's obvious. Um, I don't know what kind of talks him and Vince had, but, you know, I, I and I thought about this, too. Some of y'all agree. If Hogan and Vince could have come to some type of agreement where he could have come back to the show, why can't him and CM Punk have some type of agreement? Because a lot of people want to see CM Punk back in WWE, so I don't know. That was just yeah, crazy. I'm done with CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk is coming <laughs> with us. He is coming with us, bro. He ain't coming back. I think the biggest difference there is CM Punk, if you look at the history of the company, CM Punk is a flash in the pan. He he was barely there. Uh, right. With Hogan, you have a hand-picked guy that Vince – bet the farm on. Vince put everything he had into that WrestleMania on Hogan's back, and it delivered. And I think he feels like he owes Hulk Hogan a lot. And that's going to keep him wanting to make those deals. Um, Whereas you look at CM Punk, yeah, there's still a huge following of people that would love to see CM Punk back in the ring. A huge group of people that think he was the absolute best thing they had going and for a while he was but I, I don't think there's that kind of loyalty anywhere in the WWE especially from Vince to a person like CM Punk right okay so that's I, I do agree with that I do agree with that. Even though I miss him, I don't think they're, he's ever going <laughs> to come back. Cause after he left and AJ Lee left, I'm like, oh, my goodness. But I hope that they can come to agreement where they can both be in the Hall of Fame one day because they both are good wrestlers. So I do hope that they can mm-hmm. come to some type of agreement about that because I was shocked that Eric Bischoff got was going to the Hall of Fame. But, you know, I'm good. I'm glad that he is. He was one of the best heel managers ever, in my opinion. So, um, I was happy about that. I mean, also he brought WWE to his to their knees for a minute. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would it would be wrong to not respect what he did. Right. Very true. All right. So this was a very good conversation today. We talked about every WrestleMania match. Very good thoughts. Y'all have very good insight. I enjoyed this today. So I have about 17 minutes left. So before we Start wrapping up the show. I did want to pick y'all brain a little bit. I'm just going to do about three questions because I said I know it's Monday. <laughs> so since we did discuss <laughs> WrestleMania, I'm just going to ask you guys three questions about different WrestleManias that happened in the past. And y'all just tell me y'all answer. Um, so we're going to start with this question. This happened at WrestleMania 24. And the question is, and we just literally talked about this person who won the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 24 to be called Mr. Money in the Bank? It was the chick magnet, CM Punk. Wasn't it? Right, was yeah. It? 
Because I remember he, I remember he won it twice in a row. So I was trying to remember which two he won in a row. <laughs> I couldn't remember yeah, if it was I, 22 I just, and 23. Or... Yeah, and I just gave a hint because I said we, I said we just talked about. It. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so how many seconds did it take King Kong Bundy? Okay, this was at WrestleMania 1. Um, how many seconds did it take King Kong Bundy to defeat Special Delivery Jones? Oh, uh, five seconds maybe? Was it like nine seconds? That's just, that's just like said a nine? I really don't know. <laughs> Yeah, nine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Poor, poor special delivery Jones. <laughs> he deserves a respect <laughs> on it. <laughs> now it's, it also said that Dynamite Kid beat Nikolai Volkov in an amazing six seconds. So I think Nate, you said that Ooh. was close. You were close to that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back at WrestleMania 23. In the match between Kane and the Great Khali, a move performed by Kane was reminiscent of a move performed in another historical match. Which match was this? Mm. Oh boy! Uh, I think it's the one where he, where Kane and Undertaker are staring off. No. <laughs> I think it's that. That's what it's reminiscent of. I could be wrong. I, I really don't know. That it's a good question. <laughs> This, this yeah. match happened at WrestleMania 3. Um, it's a reminiscent of a match between Kane and Great Khali from WrestleMania 23. Um, oh, uh, 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 Andre and Hogan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Andre and Hogan, yes, yes. Yes. There we go. Hmm. Okay. I, I would never All put right. these two matches together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Y'all just buzzing me because I, could, I couldn't remember. I, I would have had to start. I couldn't remember. All right, so back at WrestleMania 23, who won the eight-man Money in the Bank interpromotional live match at WrestleMania 23? 23? 23. Uh, I think that was CM Punk as well. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that was 25. That was it. Now, Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, it's Kennedy, yeah. He's the only yeah. one that didn't get the cash in. <laughs> yeah, y'all are still before I can even <laughs> try to get with him. Y'all be going to get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this should be easy. WrestleMania 23. WWE Superstar won the Money in the Bank match. Huh? <laughs> it, I promise you it's super what? easy. Because we already said his name. It's it. Oh, yeah. Superstar won the Money in the Bank match. Oh, CM Punk, yeah. Oh, yeah, CM Punk. No. No? Uh, We already said his name. Oh, Kennedy, yeah. That's what we were talking about, Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. Kennedy. WWE Superstar won the Money in the Bank match in 23. Okay, I will do one more. Um, oh, this looks good. Who won the 15-minute Hardcore Battle Royal for the WWE Hardcore Championship at WrestleMania 2000? Uh, 
definitely want y'all to come back whenever you get a chance. If you know any other podcasts out there that I need to listen to, let me know so I can promote it and try to be on their show and things like that. I do want to try to get to this other wrestling podcast. Um, so what I'm getting ready to do is something I always do when I have my guests. I'm actually about to meet everybody back. We only got about seven minutes left. So if y'all want to stay on, this is my last words. Y'all can. I am going to be playing music before the show ends. So if you stay on and once, once you hear the music stop, you can just go ahead and hang up and everything like that. But once I said I do appreciate y'all, and I will talk to y'all soon. So I'm going to meet y'all back. Right. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. Thank you so much. Y'all can yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so y'all can tell them y'all want to. All right, okay. All right, meet y'all back. All right, y'all. So that was Chris Jackson and Nate, three wonderful guys. They are new here. They came to Queen J Podcast. Really excited, really excited. Sorry if I stuttered sometimes. But I'll be always excited when I have to do a podcast because this is what I love to do. So I hope that y'all enjoyed the show today, guys, because they really gave some great insight on what happened on WrestleMania week. I have about six minutes left, guys. As I said at the beginning, Green Light was the song that played at the beginning. So if you want to go to YouTube or Spotify or whatever, Green Light by Pitbull, that was one of my favorite, favorite um, um, WrestleMania themes. So I'm getting ready to go, guys. I will be playing some music at, before I end. It's going to be the WrestleMania 37 theme song for this year, which was called Save Your Tears by the Weekend. Great song, by the way. I hope Fortnite puts it on their um, game. <laughs> but my last words would be, let's all learn how to agree to disagree, y'all. Let's learn how to agree to disagree. It's too many times on social media I see where people just argue, argue, call people names for their opinion. Like, y'all, just let's all learn how to agree to disagree and move on. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the music and have a nice day.